Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be here with Lauren Tickner, the founder and CEO of Impact School, building million-dollar audiences around the world. Lauren's got an absolutely incredible story, which we're going to talk about. She was ranked number one for Forbes for online coaching back in 2021. She's got a company with team members in 11 11 different time zones and has done all kinds of amazing things that we're going to talk about. Lauren, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. And definitely right all around the world, lived in multiple countries myself. And uh, hey, for me, that's part of the fun of entrepreneurship, connecting with like-minded people everywhere. So I know this is going to be great. It's been a long time coming, us connecting and sharing the value with your people here. But I think that means it's it's going to be extra worth it. There you go. A hundred percent. So you got your start back in the age of 17 as an online fitness coach. How did that start? Yeah, so I was actually overweight, lost weight in a really unhealthy way and found the dark side of social media, honestly. And so it was all like people inspiring each other to be skinny, right? And to like be really, really unhealthy. And so I then started getting super bad panic attacks when I was actually in high school. And I realized, okay, I want to make something of myself. I do want to be successful. And my younger brother, he's a couple of years younger than me. He's disabled. He is actually in a wheelchair and has like a tube in his tummy um, because he has really severe epilepsy. And so I had this realization one day that I literally have the ability to have freedom and to be able to be mobile, to have a mind that can think really, really well. And that I was actually being pretty selfish through not taking care of myself just because I wanted to be skinny at the end of the day. That's that was my goal back then. And so I knew I wanted to be successful and do something bigger than just all about me. So it was a long battle. Like I mainly made the Instagram account so I could connect with other girls that were focusing on becoming strong and not skinny. And so I made this hashtag, which was strength feed, like the Instagram feed, but the feed of strength. And um, got to connect with a bunch of people. And so then went and worked in asset management and at the same time had this Instagram account and I hated that job. And my only fun of the day was to go and post on social and people were just asking me for online coaching. And slowly but surely I was like, okay, I'll help you for free. But then they didn't do it because when people don't pay, they don't pay attention. I'm sure you know that saying. And so I was like, okay, I went to one of my friends who had actually coached me for doing some kind of low level bodybuilding 
competitions like you know not really bodybuilding but the girl version I guess you could put it that way and um we did some coaching together we sold some programs and I was like oh my gosh I've just made more in a day than I used to make in two months in my in my corporate job so I ended up just I was living with my parents at the time right I could take as much risk as I wanted and went all in on the fitness coaching and to be honest I didn't even treat it as a business for like three years until I realized wow I'm sitting on a pot of gold here and I need to actually make the most of this. And that's kind of how it all began. And yeah, it was really, honestly, really fun at the whole time. And it never felt like a bit hard or work. It was just really enjoyable. And that's how I got into this world of, yeah, online, pro- online programs, online coaching um, and building social media brands. So you turned the side hustle of online fitness coaching into a multi seven figure online business by the age of 23. When did you start branching out and saying, I'm going to coach the coaches, I'm going to do other things based on my success besides just teach people how to be strong? Yeah, it's so funny because nowadays there's this whole like market of coaching coaches to coach coaches who coach coaches. And it's kind of crazy to me because I really just, was actually getting invited to speak at fitness events, but not about fitness, but actually about social media. And so I then one day realized I was getting asked by so many people, how do I actually make money from doing this? And literally the thing that happened was me and my friends were all sponsored by this company called Gymshark and they were paying us every month, like a salary, you know? And if we promoted their clothes on social media, they were like one of the pioneers of influencer marketing. They literally dropped everyone and they started working with these famous, like actual celebrities. And so my friends didn't have any money coming in anymore because they were only making money through that company. And so I was actually, I remember one time in Los Angeles and I was there with a friend and she was one of these girls who had had, you know, she'd been dropped by them. And she was making all these plans for us to go and do all these these activities all day every day and I was on my laptop like trying to talk to my clients and do my posts to get leads and my email marketing and my funnels and everything because it was just me back then and she was like Lauren what are you doing what is taking you so much time I, I showed her everything and she said can I do that And I was like, sure, like, let's sit down. And I'm thinking in my head, okay, if I share my funnels with her, I'm going to get paid like a recurring affiliate commission, right? So sure, let's take it. It's only like 30 bucks a month. Um, So I gave it all to her and we helped her launch it. She made, I think it was like 25K in her first launch of like, not a super high price package, but a decently priced one. And so it just showed me, wow, there's really something here. But I didn't really take that cue from the market for a couple of years later, because I started selling these courses about building a brand on social media, like a personal brand. And the only reason why I figured out, okay, I'm actually really good at the, not just the audience building, but more like the audience monetization is because when I surveyed the purchasers of those courses, they were actually buying it so that they could get more clients online. And that was pretty interesting to me. And so my lesson from that has always been now every single quarter, we send out this 12 question survey to our clients so that we can keep a pulse really on what's going on. Because sometimes you're just making assumptions. And I was literally making assumptions that what people wanted was to build an audience when actually what they wanted to do was make money. Well, the longer version of that story could probably be in a book somewhere if it isn't already. One day. One day. Well, we could have a whole separate conversation about that. So when did... When was the, what, after her, Mm. when did you say, 
oh my God, I'm sitting on another pot of gold and make it the business, the amazing business it is today? Yeah, so I really had this weird mental block for for many years, actually. I'd say probably two and a half more years because I didn't treat it like a business. Like I really was just seeing it as my brand. I didn't see anything more. I didn't believe this is a company. And so all of my inputs were essentially the output. I had a few systems and I didn't, it wasn't really that good though. That's the problem. I thought that a system was like marketing automation. Okay. I didn't realize that you could systematize other areas of the business too. I was confusing technology software versus an actual system and a process and a procedure. And um, so the lesson I learned from that was, okay, well, you can automate things, not just through tech, but also through people. And that I learned the hard way through just not doing it. So, man, I mean, even it was literally probably two or three more years after that moment that I realized I should actually turn this into a real business that isn't just me kind of selling some courses on the side of doing fitness stuff. I should go all in on that and then cut the ties with the fitness. And I think the reason why I didn't do it sooner is honestly because it's it's kind of an ego hit, I have to say. And I was starting so young and I was used to being pretty respected in the fitness space, whereas then I was shifting into a new market, right? And where I was like the new kid on, on, on the block. And so there are different, I guess, from, the, from other people's perspective, I was still trying to please other people rather than doing what I should do that's best for business, right? And so I was caring too much about like my engagement on social media and all that, which meant that, I was still kind of dabbling. I just wasn't going all in. And the dabbling was honestly dragging me down and slowing my progress for way longer than it should have. Because if I'd have just cut the ties and said, this is the direction I'm going in and been a leader in that moment, then I would have got faster results and it would have been less mentally exhausting for me, I believe, because I was just focused on the wrong things. And I was very easily distractible, which is how I ended up getting scammed so many times doing all these weird businesses investing in random companies which end up just going to nothing when instead I could just focus on my own business and then that was what that's when things could like really really scale and things properly properly actually began scaling as soon as I was identifying what are my personal areas of weakness and how can I bring on a capable team who can take care of those and so it was a hard lesson but I'm pretty grateful I learned it at quite a young age and the good thing is that I did everything, <laughs> literally everything, like domain propagation and everything. So now I can spot when someone is coming into my business and trying to like do a half ass job. I think we've all been there. Talk a little bit about the way the business looks now. Who's an ideal client for you and what does Impact School do for them? Yeah, so our focus is on helping people build million dollar audiences. So what does that mean? It means an audience that they can actually sell high price packages to, whereby they are able to not just focus on always doing like all the lead generation that they hate and talking about things that they don't want to be talking about. Our aim is to work with the people who want to build an audience around their thing that they love, that they're really, really good at, and that they're able to monetize and convert into leads organically, which then could be amplified by paid ads and speaking gigs and going on podcasts and stuff in the future but our real focus is on okay let's build a profitable audience a hyper profitable audience that actually opts in when you create some type of demand trigger 
okay or if you put a call to action out there people actually opt in and that allows you to not have to have like this huge stressful complicated marketing suite or sales team that just takes up your energy so our clients are those who they're really really good at what they do they want to command those high price packages and sell that in a way that allows them to leverage their time so that they can focus on building their audience serving their audience and knowing that every single post or piece of content that they're going to do is actually going to make an impact in their business. And so our aim is like really all about like audience monetization, put simply, but not from just like info products, like a legit business that is actually scalable. So let's, you've got shoeboxes filled with amazing case studies. Can you talk about one or two in terms of what they came to you with, what their issue or desire was, and then that magical transformation on the other side that you helped them create? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. There are kind of two buckets, I'd say, that people come to us. Number one is they are selling a bunch of stuff and nothing's really super effective. So maybe they've got some like low price subscriptions a membership or some courses or some high end consulting. And it's kind of just all over the place. Like it's grown organically through word of mouth or referrals or just from random social media posts where clients just trickle in totally randomly. And so what we do with those clients is that we reprice, repackage and reposition what they're doing into a CEO scale system because the bottleneck is them as the founder, right? Literally, if they were to get hit by a bus, you know, you've heard that saying before, would their business live on? No, it wouldn't because everything's in their head. So we aim to repackage everything into one high end product that can then be presented to a few different groups of avatar, depending on who it is they're talking to, but it's still the same product every time. So we base it around, they're going to be serving them in in basically three pillars makes it easy to sell on sales calls as well or they can sell in the dms if they want but really it's about taking everything they're doing and streamlining it into a simple business model that has way higher profit margins so between five to 50k price point on the front end and then on the back end having a monthly recurring revenue model so this allows for them to actually capture the value in the market in the beginning but then it allows for that mrr which i feel like in a lot of agencies or coaching businesses consulting is kind of lacking because it's more on like a job or a project basis or just like a program so we really want to make sure that we're looking at the lifetime value there of that customer that's the first group the second group of client that we serve at impact school man we see this probably the biggest thing that people want is leads And so our secret source, as it were, is really organic lead generation. So we're very, very strong when it comes to actually bringing in high value clients using social media in a way that they don't need to run paid ads. Again, our clients are the ones they love making content. They want to build their own brand and they don't want to be sat behind like an ad account all day long. Or maybe if they have the ability to hire someone to do it, the problem is they've hired agencies in the past, but they don't understand it enough or they don't want to be doing it they would rather spend their energy and effort talking to like a creative team or a social media team editors and stuff that's actually building their own personal brand because the personal brand is the thing that's gonna last you for your lifetime right so that's really the two different groups and then of course there we have like you know the social media templates to follow and we pretty much like work super one-on-one with every single client and the reason why we do that is because I can see the way that the industry is going you know coaching uh, agencies 
online courses and stuff. And nowadays what's missing is like, most things are just these giant programs where clients go in. We hear this from our clients all the time. They've been in programs and it's like this massive program where they can go onto a group call and get support. But our focus is on ensuring that not only do we give one-on-one to every single client, like literally multiple times a week, but also that we get our clients to deliver that type of service too, because they built the CEO scale system that leverages them out of needing to be the one delivering all the fulfillment. So they bring on a team who can serve the clients and they're able to, you know, kind of scale themselves upwards and serve on more of a broad, broad scale with their clients. So hopefully that makes sense. It totally does. And I believe you took a career consulting company from $220,000 a month to $620,000 a month consistently. Am I reading those numbers right? Yeah, yeah. So she also had a 105K pound day. And so what is that in US dollars? I don't know the exchange rate. Back then, a few months ago, I know it was better than it is now. Yeah. Yeah. So um, your question is basically, how did they do that? So she was really, really good at going on essentially lives. So what we would do is we gave her a script because our aim is to like minimize decision making for our clients. Right. So we give them kind of scripts that are loose. It's more it's not like, OK, read these lines one by one and you're going to read super monotone. It's more like here's the framework. Here are the bullet points to touch upon. And then here's how you're going to add call to actions. So essentially what she did, she was going live on Instagram three times a week. Her main platform was IG. That's why I say Instagram. But again, like I'm, I'm really a big fan of like platform agnostic strategies. There's always going to be tactics that work on platforms right now. Okay. So for example, back in the day, right, there was like a year where you could just hustle clubhouse and get an unlimited number of leads during the pandemic yes when everyone was was home starving for oh i don't i can't go to a conference but i can talk to a bunch of people it was crazy yeah and so that was obviously working then if you go on clubhouse now i don't even know i don't have the app on my phone but i have like one hundred and fifty thousand followers there but i don't care because i got what i needed to from that app at the time right so anyway so she was using instagram because it was perfect for her prospects because they're using instagram they're like luxury fashion uh people basically anyway so she then from there just had a really simple cta dm me the word results okay automation triggers on the back end so i have a really great tech team and so essentially we have these automation flows so that when someone dms the keyword then there's these back end automations it goes onto the pipeline crm tags i won't bore you with the details and then from there it's really simple you take that hardcore tech flow And then you add the intimate touch. So we believe in scaling intimacy. So because the tech's done the heavy lifting, now the human can hop in. She was actually just hopping in there herself. She was voice memoing these potential clients and then telling them about how how she could help them after asking a few questions to see if they were even dream clients. And then depending on the prospect, she would either close them in the DMs or she would get them onto a sales call and then use our framework, which is the perfect framework to actually enroll the client, which again, isn't like a script, but it's more of like a flexible framework so that you can have a natural flowing conversation. And that's really what we do with all of our clients to be fair. But she was a great example of someone who I think she has like 15,000 followers on Instagram, no big audience whatsoever, but because she was able to command premium prices after taking her knowledge and packaging it up in a way that was actually scalable. She could bring in a lot of clients all in one go. Um, and since then, you know, her business has just maintained at that kind of level. She doesn't really want to scale it beyond that because our aim is to get that like fully, fully systematized with the team because she now wants to get into business coaching. 
right? Which fair enough, like she's done very, very well. So it makes sense. <laughs> as long as she's not teaching them your secret sauce, yes. which segues perfectly into my next question. Um, talk a little bit about Impact School and how our uh, viewers and listeners can learn more. Yeah, absolutely. So at Impact School, really, our aim is to ensure that business owners can have a, a simple business that they love, right? That's really our goal, because I feel like nowadays we get so distracted as entrepreneurs with like operations and just tech and social media and just all these things that we didn't get into it for. And so my goal is like, okay, as a company, how can we actually allow our clients to do what they want to be doing at the end of the day? Because pretty much every client that we work with gets into business for freedom. And it's more about building like a lifestyle business rather than like a company that they can exit for hundreds of millions. That's not the goal of people that we work with. So if you want to learn more, then you can just go to impactschoolmethod.com. That's going to be the best link. There's a training there on how to build a million dollar audience. And um, if anyone wants to connect with me personally, the best place will be over on Instagram, probably Lauren Tickner. And uh, just beware though, like, you know, you had this experience, right? Like you may encounter my team in the dms and so it may not be me um so i just want to let you know but that's going to be the best way to um get in touch if you're interested in learning more about how yeah how we could help you scale awesome well we know your time is incredibly valuable we greatly appreciate you spending some of it with us uh, make sure you check out impactschoolmethod.com or find lauren on ig this has been seth green for sharkpreneur with lauren tickner lauren thanks again for joining us thank you for having me this is really fun and it's great to connect Likewise, thank you everybody for watching and listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888 2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.